Hi everyone, welcome to the Polynet. I'm Ivana Jovanovic and I'll be your host today. This episode is done as part of Reporting Diversity Network 2.0 project. The network is established with objective to counter hateful narratives and uh, effectively influence media representation of ethnicity, religion and gender in the Western Balkans. The Reporting Diversity Network 2.0 is funded by the European Union, Balkan Trust for Democracy, and the Royal Norwegian Embassy in Belgrade. My guest today is Hannah Churak. She is creator of my favorite feminist meme page, Svesoto Vještice, in English, It's All Witches. Um, Hanna Čurak is from Sarajevo, and currently she's a sociology researcher in Berlin. Happy International Women's Day, and let's keep fighting for equality. Thank you for taking the time to be my guest. And um, for the beginning, uh, for me, the name Svesotov uh, Vjaštice, in English, they're all witches. Uh, was very empowering because uh, women who are fighting and questioning patriarchal, patriarchal norms are often called uh, witches. And um, I saw one um, description saying, um, we are the daughters of the witches you didn't burn. And that was um, a very strong motive for me to fight for uh, women's rights. So Hannah, uh, who are the witches Vjastice, to you and what witches mean to you? Um, hi, thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's my pleasure always to, to, to talk like, to my peers and people even younger than me. Vyashtitsa, um, or like witches, um, for me, we're all uh, in, you know, in our post-Yugoslav space, referring to um, basically any woman not in line with patriarchal constellations of any kind. Um, so that's basically what the term means for me. It's very political. Um, I know, I mean, which can mean many things, which can also uh, be something that like people identify with on like some, like on a basics, basics on, of, um, I don't know, uh, magic or whatever you want. Uh, but for me, it's like this uh, extremely political and empowering uh, feminist term. Okay. Uh, how Svesotov Yashtice uh, page was created and why did you decide to talk about feminism uh, through memes? Well, I mean, Vyashtice started when I was, when I was like 20 or something, even, even younger, when I was 19. And it was like a response to um, a lot of things that I didn't even know I'm responding to at the moment because, uh, you know, I... Um, I lived in, in, a, in an extremely patriarchal setting, like, you know, in, in, in just in Western Balkans, but I was raised feminist and kind of like being so protected and raised in that way, I didn't really fathom where I live. And then like a lot of things just seemed ridiculous to me. Like for example, the fact that uh, when memes started getting popular back in like 2010s, um, it was it was it was ridiculous to me that it was only like male humor in a way, you know, like all the guys. It was just the guys who did it here in the Balkans. 
um, and I also like that came as a response to, to 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 kind of their jokes that were like borderline sexist or just like glorifying of male experience or like not including female experience. I wanted to make something different, um, and also it, it seemed to me it seemed so ridiculous that like all of a sudden a bunch of my female friends were like kids up to that moment started like acting in these weird weird ways that were defined by like femininity models that they like adopted from somewhere and I couldn't like I didn't even know like where they adopted them from it was like a lot of questions popped up and then I was like okay well I have to do something with that and so humor was a, a response for me to do because that's that's how I deal with and whom do you try to reach with your means? Only feminists or not? Svjesetovještice has one meme where Sartre asks Simone de Beauvoir, what are your problems? And she answers, patriarchy baby, so choose. Uh, in our language is different, but in English, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you think uh, are the biggest problems for women in our region? A patriarchy baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's a it's a culture of based on uh, based on trauma primarily, and uh, from that also there's a lot there's a lot that we have to be careful about, um, and also we have to address it, and we're like systematically not addressing it for like more than twenty years. Um, so there's a lot of that, and there's also. Um, there's a lot of just like um, insisting on tradition, which uh, which of course exists elsewhere as well. But um, for some reason here, I guess because of like uh, ethno-national um, ethno-national tendencies that were kind of like imported and uh, kind of like took fertile soil here, um, it's just like this insisting on tradition is becoming. Um, you know, um, something very important for a lot of people, I guess. Mm -hmm. So that will be the, the two main problems. And then from then, from, from those problems, things that appear are like, are definitely violence uh, against women, um, but then also like a bunch of other things uh, from small things that I kind of like deal with through Vyashtits and memes. Uh, to really, really big issues uh, that can be addressed systematically. How did you choose your characters for Svjestovaštice and why Simone de Beauvoir? Uh, well, Simone, because she has this resting bitch face that I adored <laughs> even in high school. <laughs> and there's a lot of images of her that was also like this visual element is very important for me. And uh, I just chose uh, like, uh, the most photographed feminist that I could find. Um, so, so definitely, like Simone, because of the because of her 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 magnificent uh, facial expression, and the fact that there's so many images of her, and of course her historical importance as the main like as the main and most recognized feminist uh, idol, and so on. Uh, and then like the rest of the guys and girls just like kind of came in um, randomly. Um, in the beginning, it all had like a meaning, you know, there was 
Marx who represented like the specific kind of guy that you would meet like if you're a lefty um, in Serbia in Bosnia especially you know like these like chauvinist lefty guys kind of pretend that they're not and so on um, and then like there was um, I don't know there was also who else was there I mean Sartre because of Simone mostly um, uh, Virginia Woolf I have she's she's my favorite character I mean um, like to, reading reading Virginia's uh, novels and everything that she wrote I kind of noticed how actually uh, funny she was uh, really, like resonated with me so I kind of like identify with that character the most and I really try to like uh, you know like to to uh, make a caricature out of myself through 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 that actually uh, but then like at some point I just lost it and started like using a lot of other images as well of like whoever um, but also kind of like paying attention to actually who they were in real life and kind of like uh, referencing back and forth their life work and also like what I what I want to do with them mm -hmm. Um, we are doing this podcast uh, as part of RDM project. So, well, that was also an interesting thing when I, you know, when I just started, I really didn't think that uh, that's going to go anywhere. I, as, as it was a response to like a particular group of guys who, like, you know, who memed, and I, 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 I wanted to, like, uh, you know, like just kind of like subvert their, their, their whole like existence. Um, I didn't think I didn't think it's gonna it's gonna like blow up. But once it did, um, I knew from the start that I didn't want to reach like the usual suspects, like a lot of like feminists who were kind of profiling at that point. Um, they were they were so and so there like around me. So I didn't deem it necessary for them to know the, the, the ideas that they already know. Um, and I always like strived to reach, I don't know, like people who have no idea what feminism is, people who are um, also like um, against it to a point, but like not radically or not, you know, politically, but just like because of uh, ignorance and so on and so on. So most of my audience in the end ended up being young unemployed moms, uh, uh, a, a lot of moms in general uh, of all ages, um, like also like a lot of like uh, girls from Bosnia, from Serbia, from Croatia who have no idea what, what I'm talking about, but they kind of dig it. Uh, and those are like the most, you know, the most rewarding, rewarding audiences for me, especially when, you know, it's so difficult for somebody to uh, hear you when they're not sharing your opinion or they don't care. Um, but I guess through humor and through this like really relatable situations that we've all been in at some point, I think it, you know, it, it resonates with, 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 with a huge, like, I don't know, audience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're using social media in fight against uh, patriarchal and sexist um, culture. And uh, you found uh, an efficient way to utilize the media and make it part of the solution. But media are also part of the problem. So yeah. how would you describe the representation of women in the media in our region? And do you think this influenced the position of, of uh, women in society? 
Oh, it's horrible. I mean, media, media in general uh, in the Western Balkans just reflect the patriarchal culture that underlies them. Um, of course, there's there's positive, you know, there's positive examples, but um, in general, I think, I mean, even now with with uh, you know Milena Radulovic coming with with uh, with the accusations against uh, her um, acting teacher who who raped her systematically for years, and also her colleagues and so on, um, you know, we can see how. Um, you know, it, it became like a tabloid topic uh, before anything, and I, it's, I, I mean, I was, I was shocked that it's still like that, actually. Um, when it comes to, when it comes to, um, you know, whether media, ref, re, media reflect the real image of a woman, or like, is that uh, image reflected back? Uh, that's an interesting question. I actually really don't know which came first, um, but definitely, like, uh, there's a there's a lot to unpack there, and I'm sure there's there's definitely a correlation. Through that project, uh, I was monitoring hate speech narratives in Serbia, and we have identified quite a few sexist incidents across the region. At times, for example, women in politics are targeted based on their gender, something that does not happen to their male colleagues. So do you think that sexist incidents are equally harming as everyday sexism that we are hardly notice? For example, the fact that women speak less in the media or they are asked for opinion less frequently than men, and you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is because women are like easy to pick on because we're the other. Uh, when it comes to like uh, mainstream media spaces or um, just mainstream culture in general. And when you're regarded as the other, um, there is like a specific number of strategies that people use to kind of insist on your otherness uh, and therefore make you remain in that uh, position of non-power. So yeah, definitely, definitely. You're also created Sessas of Yashtice podcast and opened up uh, some uh, space for discussion and open uh, some interesting questions like uh, unpaid uh, housework. Uh, mm -hmm. So what is the feedback from your uh, audience? And mm -hmm. um, can you tell us uh, more about unpaid housework? Uh, well, the feedback from the audience is great. Um, I just, one, one of my favorite uh, messages that I got, well, wow, I just, I, I just realized I sounded like Donald Trump, like the female <laughs> from my audience, right? Um, so yeah, there's, uh, of course, there's a lot less people that actually like take the time to listen to the podcast than, than, than people who like, uh, like the memes, but, um, there's, there's, there's an audience and they kind of like responded to it. So I, I had a girl like write to me saying like, I'm from a really small like town in Bosnia. And it really like means a lot to me to see, um, to, to hear your guests because I can relate to them because they're also from Bosnia, but they kind of like, uh, you know, they jumped out of the like uh, societal expectations of, of, of uh, for women that were placed in here 
Um, so it kind of like encouraged her, she says. Uh, and that was like the, one of the most beautiful, beautiful messages that I got uh, in the last couple of years. Um, so, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, unpaid housework is definitely one of the things that uh, we deal with uh, on the page. Um, I still haven't had a guest who would like, um, you know, uh, address these issues in a really like scientific and informed manner. But um, also what's important to me is to get people to like talk about the experience, so on, so it doesn't have to be scientific, of course. Um, when it comes to unpaid housework, for me, that was one of the most, it is still one of the most important issues um, in feminism, in local feminism, uh, because, because it's, it's just, um, uh, one really, I guess, developed system of upholding uh, traditional roles um, on the most micro societal level, uh, and then like when you have when you have a girl and a boy living together, and you have a girl doing all the housework, uh, that kind of like opens up a lot of new, uh, you know, it, it just it's a it's a basis for a really unhealthy relationship, I would say. Um, also with yourself and uh, with your partner or whoever you live with. So, I mean, when it comes to unpaid housework, it's important, like, it's interesting to look at it from, um, like, also non-gendered perspective, because that gives you an insight into what, uh, what we're, we're talking about when we're talking about gender and unpaid housework. Because uh, when you think about, like, two roommates together, and you think like one doesn't do anything and the other one tries to like uh, uphold the, the, the whole household, uh, you immediately have this like, um, you know, power division you, you, you can address and you can really feel. Uh, so when you take it to the gender dimension, it becomes clear that, that, that it, is a, it is a really like a burning feminist issue. And what we, what can we do to change that? Well, um, there's um, there's a couple of things that uh, you know I also try to do. Um, I mean, I'm 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 not an expert in that or anything, um, but definitely uh, what you can do is like ignore uh, to a point where it becomes ridiculous. <laughs> Um, just like ignore the socks that that men leave in the corners, like just like let them be there for ages. Don't pick them up, um, and um, insist on 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 help. Like insist on having some help. Like you, you can, of course, you can do all all that by yourself, but um, it's important to communicate that you want somebody to be there at least like fifty percent you know, of, like to divide 50-50. Um, those are things that I tried doing and it works quite well. And of course, like humor is also really important in the whole thing. Um, and just like, you know, like um, sometimes also you have to nag, but that's also, I mean, I think it's really fine because, uh, you know, a lot of men uh, have not been taught uh, that they have to participate in housework, which is also like a one dimension of uh, the problem. Um, and of course, it's not our job to teach men anything. 
Um, but if it, if, if it depends on your livelihood, then it depends on your free time and depends on like your self-care, um, just like, uh, like caring about your, your life in general, uh, then you have, to, you have to ask for help. And then at some point, I hope like uh, there's gonna be more men uh, who, who actually think about these things actively and actually try to, 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 to participate because there are, there definitely are men that are uh, that, that, that aware of this problem and they're, they're trying to be of help, I guess. And um, they're just also insisting on, on, on dividing the work. Yeah. Um, what do you think about a feminist scene in our region? Well, I mean, it's really uh, fragmented. There's all kinds of, uh, you know, there's all, all, kind, all kinds of uh, bubbles and uh, uh, movements and so on and so on. But I personally have a really great cooperation with a lot of, with a lot of like initiatives that come from various, uh, not, not just lands, they come from various like mind spaces and what mm -hmm. they deal with. Um, and I mean, you know, just do you, it's really, it's really important that, that we exist because our, our, our region is really, uh, really a, a muddy toxic. place. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I mean, everywhere is toxic, but uh, the, the thing is that uh, we are fertile soil for these, uh, you know, like people who, 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 who had like, I don't know, the worst grades in school are people who rule in our countries. Mm -hmm. You can see that also with like Serbia uh, becoming like a hub for these like alt-right uh, figures like Jordan Peterson uh, and so on. So, you know, like there's something going out, out there. So we really like, it's really important that we exist and we have this wonderful tradition of feminism that's um, even much more developed than most of European traditions of feminism. And that's something that we have to insist on. Here I'm talking mostly about the women's anti-fascist uh, legacy. Yeah. yeah. So Svesotovjeshtice are fighting for equality in online space, but uh, what Svesotovjeshtice do in offline space? Uh, well, I mean, uh, the the tip of the iceberg is the main page, so that's one thing that that Vyashtice are. But uh, you know, I I'm actually uh, I'm a consultant in in in, uh, in communicative uh, initiatives. I also do like a lot of like work with artists uh, from the region, uh, and uh, I'm I'm also like I I write sociological theory. Um, so all of these things kind of. Uh, like feed into the, the whole media presence. I mean, I just use the media presence, actually, uh, I utilize that thing uh, to uh, kind of uh, make a much more, uh, how do you say, like um, a deeper impact uh, on, on, on issues I care about. So there's a lot of writing involved. There's a lot of like advocacy involved as well. Uh, me working with a bunch of like organizations, um, and yeah, a lot of a lot of paper writing, <laughs> which is the worst. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to sum up, why is feminism important to everyone? Um, to sum up, uh, let me think. 
Well, feminism is important for everyone because, um, because we live together on this planet and uh, it should be the best place for all of us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Hannah, again, and see you soon.